Well, good morning, everyone. Welcome back to the Fitness Empowerment Podcast, episode 83, where we will be discussing the Diamond Horseshoe restaurant in Magic Kingdom, Walt Disney World. Welcome to, or welcome back to the Fitness Empowerment Podcast. I'm your host, Danny Phillips, and my goal is to empower you to take that next step on your health and fitness journey. As a fitness, health, and lifestyle entrepreneur, I will share with you stories of triumph, struggle, optimism, and empowerment in all aspects of fitness and health from myself and many guests who have overcome the same obstacles you are working through today. Let's dive into today's topic and get you some actionable steps to apply to your journey. Welcome back, everyone. My name is Danny. I'm your host, and I'm your resource for fitness, food, and travel. And I'm coming to you this Wednesday morning from my office in my pajamas with a protein shake. (laughs) And Monday's podcast episode was about the five-second rule. So I really, really hope that you have listened to that already. It was it's a super simple way to just kind of help release anxiety, be more productive, and get things done really quickly when you have that impulse and you usually let it pass you by. So if you haven't checked that out yet, I highly encourage you to do so. The podcast came through because I listened to an audio book of The Five Second Rule by Mel Robbins and it was incredible and I can't wait to um, listen to it again because I feel like I'm just going to get a lot more out of it if I listen to it again or maybe buy it in paperback or hardcover and um like annotate it because I definitely like to annotate things kind of nerdy that way. But today is a Disney related podcast episode because every week I want to give you a little bit of Disney and then a little bit that's just going to relate to your general life. So the Diamond Horseshoe, we're just going to jump right to it. It is a table service, fancy, quote unquote, fancy dining restaurant in Magic Kingdom and it's in Frontierland. So it's one of those old Western vibe kind of restaurants and it definitely has that it's a saloon. It's a, you walk in and it's a, it's a, a diamond horseshoe shape. Like, I feel like the shape of the room is a horseshoe when you walk in. There's a big stage and there's a playing piano and it's just a fun, fun place to go. And I, I wanted to go here because it was a place that I had not been before. So this was the first time for me. And what I like to do during my Disney trips is I'm really looking for what can I get that is going to be healthy. And of course, healthy means a lot of different things to a lot of different people, but for me, I'm looking for something that is moderate to high in protein, moderate to low in fat, and moderate to high in carbs. So I'm looking for some vegetables, I'm looking for some fruits, I'm looking for some some meats and some things, but I wanna keep it on the lower end of fats because those can really creep in more easily than you expect them to. So oftentimes I'm looking for places that I can find grilled chicken or where can I get the modifications? Can I get fresh vegetables here? And things like that. And I definitely found that here at the Diamond Horseshoe. So I'm gonna go over some of the menu items that they had and then what I got and how I weighed it out and everything because I was definitely the nerd 
who brought my food scale everywhere that I went. And I was surprised I didn't get stopped this trip for it, but my last trip, <laughs> I did get stopped. I think it was at Epcot going through the baggage check-in. They were like, oh, what is this? And I was like, that would be my food scale. And I mean, I'm in like, you know, leggings and a tank top and I'm prepping for a show. And like, I mean, I look shredded at this point and they're just kind of like, are you sure it's a food scale? I'm like, my food's in there. Like, come on, give me a break. <laughs> so anyway, don't feel bad if you want to bring your food scale with you. Totally possible. I know a lot of you are thinking, it's vacation, forget it, I just wanna enjoy myself. Well, you know what, sometimes I enjoy myself when I make sure that I only have four ounces of meat and don't go overboard and accidentally, you know, try five different things and they're each, in, you know, two ounces as a serving and then I end up way overindulging and I don't feel well the rest of the day. So sometimes it just helps to kind of bite the bullet in the beginning, weigh out your food, you know, especially if it's a buffet and, and then just go on with your day, you know? So that's, that's my take on it. But anyway, so the Diamond Horseshoe is open from 1 to 6 p.m. And it has things like, well, it has an all you care to eat or enjoy uh, feast. You don't have to partake in that, but it is available during, um, during the day. And they have things like beef brisket, grilled chicken, barbecued pulled pork, and then, you know, all the quote unquote fixings. So there's lots of sides. And then price wise, just so you know, it is $38 for guests ages 10 and over, and then $21 for guests nine and under. Of course, if you're on the dining plan, you can use a table service credit if you so choose to do so. And then you can purchase items a la carte for lunch. You can't do that for dinner, but for lunch you can do it a la carte. So you could spend less than $38 if you are not on the Disney dining plan or if you are, but you don't wanna use a table service credit there. So some of the sandwiches that they had were a grilled chicken sandwich, a carved beef brisket sandwich, a barbecued pulled pork sandwich, a creamy turkey salad sandwich, cowboy mac, so mac and cheese, and then a mixed green prairie salad. So not a sandwich, but a salad. Um, then they have, and well, and those are all like 17, 16 to $18. So pretty reasonable. Again, you can get that a la carte. So you're spending less than half if you want to just get one of those instead of doing the all you can eat. So think about your choices wisely. Maybe you are a bottomless pit and you can eat everything and an hour later still be hungry. I, I used to be able to do that. Somehow I can't do that anymore. I'm finding it kind of surprising. It's a little upsetting at times. <laughs> okay, moving on. They have what's called a chuck wagon platter. And these are all served with cornbread and your choice of two fixins. So you have options for a carved beef brisket, a barbecue pulled pork, a grilled chicken, or a vegetable option. And those vary from 19 to $22. So a little bit more expensive than the, the sandwiches and more section, but still less than your $38 for, you know, eating all you want. And the fix-in options are potato salad, mac and cheese, barbecue baked beans, watermelon salad, house salad, corn on the cob, creamy coleslaw, hi Django, corn fritters, and jalapeno cheddar cornbread. And then as dessert options, they have three. 
I didn't try any of the desserts. Maybe next time I knew I was going out to eat later that night, so I didn't want to overstuff myself. But they have buttermilk chocolate cake with a bourbon caramel sauce, peaches and cream cheesecake with a crisp streusel topping, and a seasonal berry cobbler with whipped cream. All of those are seven bucks. I bet they're good. If you've got a group of people, I would recommend, and you all want to try one of them, like get one and split it. There's no need, I think. I found very few things at Disney where I was like, back off, this is my dessert, I'm not sharing it with anybody. Now, I did find those things, but if you just want to get a taste of everything, get one and let the table split it. Like, you'll, you'll find that you'll get satisfied off of that one bite. Okay, and next up, they have that saloon feast, so that's the all you can, all you care to enjoy, um, which I like the way that they put that because all you care to eat versus all you care to enjoy, that kind of gives you a parameter, like eat until you are no longer enjoying the food, like eat until you're satisfied, eat when you're hungry, stop when you're no longer hungry, not just eat and eat and eat until you're so overstuffed that you can't fit anything else in your mouth. So I do like the way that they word that. So maybe that will be um, a way for you to, I don't know, just think about that when you're going up to a buffet or an all-you-can-eat area in Disney, because there's a lot of them. So they have three areas, I guess, sections within this feast. Again, they have the Frontier, which is you get your options of mixed green salad, creamy potato salad, or fresh watermelon salad. And then they call the chuck wagon your different types of meat. So, well, actually, no, there's more stuff in there. Um, so they've got carved beef brisket again, grilled chicken, corn on the cob, barbecue pulled pork, macaroni and cheese, barbecue baked beans, creamy coleslaw. Um, and then your dessert roundup is the, the same things that I mentioned before. So it's a dessert trio with a buttermilk chocolate cake, peaches and cream cheesecake, and that seasonal berry cobbler. So that is that. And then beverages, they do have some fun beverages. They have your normal Coke products. I don't think I can ever honestly recommend that you drink a bunch of soda while you're at the park because one, you're getting plenty of sugar from other places. Like find some stuff that's Disney unique if you're gonna go on a sugar binge. Um, and two, like you can, you get these things everywhere else. Like Coke is not a unique product. You get it everywhere. So find, find those unique things to Disney and maybe save the Coke for when you get back home. But they do have a, a prairie slushy, a pirate's punch, or they call it aerial punch. And of course they have bottled water. Again, I don't ever recommend buying bottled water at the parks either. There's too many places where you can get free water. Do not spend $4 or more on a bottle of water. It's just absolutely, absolutely not worth it. So those are your, your menu items. You can also get draft beer, uh, bottle and can beer, sangria, and wine. I didn't have any of those. I have to say, every once in a while I have a drink, but you know, since I started, this is such a side note, since I started my bodybuilding journey in 2015, I've really, and like understanding calories and nutrition facts and what's in things, it's really hard to, to, to want to allot any of my nutritional calories to alcohol because I'd rather just eat my calories. <laughs> so I totally get it. Some people really enjoy having a drink. I do every now and then. I've got some favorites, but um, I would much rather eat my calories. What can I say? Anyway, this restaurant is a lot of fun and I did weigh out my food. 
And if you wanna see pictures of everything, I'm gonna post all of these pictures on Instagram today. So make sure you go check out my Instagram. It's at Danny Phillips, D-A-N-Y-E-P-H-I-L-L-I-P-S. And you can see, well, like scroll through these pictures as I'm talking about it right here. So what I had ordered is I got the grilled chicken with the watermelon salad and the corn on the cob and the cornbread. And that came with like a side of barbecue glaze and some butter to go on the cornbread. And it was a, I think it was a jalapeno butter. And I, I don't rem remember the butter being anything fancy. Like I don't feel like it had a ton of flavor, but I mean, it's kind of nice to have a little bit just, but it definitely ask for it on the side. I'm pretty sure it came on the side anyway, but I always recommend asking for sauces and things on the side so that you can then contribute how much you want to your meal. Now, as far as like weight of things, so the corn, it's, it's not very much. It's like two small two inch pieces of corn on the cob and on the cob that weighed um, 108 grams or 3.8 ounces. So think about the actual amount of corn. It was probably maybe 40 grams of car or 40 grams in weight. Um, so you're really not getting a ton of that, but you know, if you're looking for a vegetable, something that's nutrient dense, you know, that's going to be voluminous, corn on the cob is a good option. And I want to say that came with a little bit of butter already put on it, but it wasn't enough to make a big difference. Now the grilled chicken, that's where it's at. So I'm not a huge fan of dark meat chicken, but that is the only kind of chicken that they offered at this restaurant. I did ask the server specifically, and they said yes, because of the theme of the restaurant, they don't carry any white meat chicken. Dark meat is all you get. You know, they want to just keep that old Western theme. This is what you would get. And don't get me wrong, it was really good. Um, dark meat chicken sometimes can be a little bit higher in fat than the white meat chicken, but this I found it seemed to be really light. Um, the flavor was really good. And my portion was five, just over five ounces. It was 5.1 ounces. So I feel like that's a really good portion for chicken, depending on where you get it and how much fat is in it and whatnot. Usually four, four ounces of chicken can be anywhere from like 22 to maybe 26 grams of protein. So five ounces, you're probably getting about 30 grams of protein, maybe a little bit more. So I thought that was a really, really solid amount of protein right there. And again, chicken's gonna be lower in fat than the brisket or any of those other um, protein options. Now, the watermelon salad was actually really good. I was surprised. And it was a mixture of watermelon, tomatoes, and cucumber with like a light dressing on it. I don't know what the dressing was, but it seemed to be pretty light. It was some sort of a, like a red wine vinaigrette. And that was, it was five ounces, again, five ounces of that salad or 145 grams. So I highly recommend that. It was nice and light and refreshing. So especially on a hot day, that would be, I think, a good thing to get. And then the jalapeno cornbread that I got weighed 93 grams or 3.2 ounces. It was a pretty decent size of cornbread and I think I only ate half of it. One of my kind of mottos while I was there was <laughs> eat your greens and all your proteins and save some carbs for later. So I would make sure I ate all my protein and all my vegetables and then I would whatever that starchy or sugar carb was that was kind of on the side, I would only eat like half of that. And then and I had to kind of put that in my mind beforehand, like say, hey, Danny, remember, you're probably, not, you don't need all of this. You know, you can enjoy it. You can have a few bites and you're going to be satisfied after you eat half of it. And lo and behold, after only a couple bites, when I like think about that, 
I was usually really satisfied and I didn't need to stuff myself with more. And kind of knowing that like I had another dinner reservation or I had something else coming up later, it was like, okay, yeah, Danny, you really need to save some room for later. Go walk around a little bit. Like, I know you feel okay sitting here, but as soon as you stand up and you start walking around, you're gonna be really overly full and you don't want to feel that way. So you wanna be able to enjoy the rest of your day. So it's really a lot of thinking ahead, making sure you're planning things out. And that's, I'm about to plug here, that's where this planning ahead piece comes in. And if you're still listening, then you must love this podcast. So thank you so much for being here still. Um, You've probably heard that my Healthy Disney planning guide is coming out soon within the next week and a half. I'm like so nervous, so excited because I don't feel like I can say that it's, it's out yet or it's done because it's not published. But that planning guide, if you don't know how to plan out your day and your week or your trip for Disney when it comes to your food and your fitness, this is for you. If you're sick and tired of not knowing what to eat or where to eat and you know how to plan it out, like just simply choosing the right restaurants and having the right mindset, making sure you you know, tell your family and friends ahead of time what your plan is to accomplish your health and fitness goals, this book is for you. And it's not just something that you're gonna read and like leave at home and forget about. It's something that you wanna take with you to the parks. It's something that you might want. Um, you know, I have sections in there for 180 days out up to the week of your trip to help you and guide you along the different steps you need to take to make sure that you have lined yourself up for success. And some of you might think, it's not that big of a deal. It's just food and like walking around and exercise and I don't need to plan it out. Well, guess what? (laughs) You do. And you probably started planning out your Disney trip six months to a year in advance, especially if you wanted the right reservations for hotels and you wanted to get the right fast passes and the right character, you know, dining reservations and things like that. If if all of these things are important and you're planning them six months out, then you need to start planning out your food and your fitness that far out as well. And the further out you start planning, the easier it is when you actually arrive because all your planning's then been done. You don't have to stress about it and figure out, oh, what am I gonna do when you get there because the planning part is already done. So if this intrigues you, then it's totally for you. I can't wait, I'm so excited. More to come, I think I'll do an episode next week on the kind of a chapter outline for what's going to be in there and kind of start giving some sneak peeks of what exactly is in the book and kind of read a little bit from it. So if you're interested in that, make sure you uh, subscribe to this podcast so that you don't miss out on a future episode. But I'm going to end that here today. Happy Wednesday. I hope you guys have an awesome and amazing rest of your week. And I can't wait to hear from you. If you're excited about this, uh, leave me a comment either on Instagram, send me a direct message. I've actually gotten a few direct messages this week just um, thanking me for the healthy Disney info that I'm putting out. And I have to tell you that just like warms my heart and it makes it so worth putting out this content because I know that I wanted this information before I went. And so I know I can't be the only one out there that is looking for this information that gives you know, the healthy nutrition fact info that just simply doesn't exist yet. So thank you so much. If you know somebody else who loves Disney and is planning a trip and is worried that they're not going to get their their health and fitness regimen in, please share this podcast with them and um, it will make a huge difference in their vacation and overall in their life. So thank you so much. 
I will leave you guys with that and I will talk to you on Monday. Have an awesome week. Bye. you so much for spending time with me today and listening to the fitness empowerment podcast if you felt empowered to make a change in your life and take the next step on your health and fitness journey then please do me a favor and take a moment to share this episode with a friend who needs to hear this message this podcast is available via itunes soundcloud and anchor which shares to a multitude of other platforms so make sure you check out the platform that you enjoy most and if you really truly do enjoy this content then please do me another favor and go over to itunes give this podcast a five-star rating and an honest review and that will truly help the podcast to grow and reach as many people as possible so thank you in advance for that Also, if you know of someone, perhaps a friend or family member that has been through a huge struggle in their fitness and health journey and they have overcome that struggle, please pass them on to me. I would love to hear about their journey and share it with the rest of the world. Until next time, cheers to your next leap of strength.